Hi, motherfuckers. Thank you. Welcome to episode 27 of Medicine for the Dead. I'm BJ. I'm Matt. Dr. Cat here. I'm busy. (laughs) (laughs) Frantically writing away. Christian. And Josh. Yeah, this is a podcast. I'm not going to do it yet. I'm going to save it for later. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So we're going to lead off today with, I got vaccinated on Saturday. (laughs) And um, today I don't feel good. (laughs) I feel very, very tired. I've been in bed for like two days. And it was on Saturday, though, so I don't know how the like side effects supposed to work, but... Today's Tuesday, for reference. Yeah, today yeah. is Tuesday. So it's been like four days, and I'm fucking smoked still, so... And we feel, we feel good about that. I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. I think, I think the thing that um, Christian feels good about it is how you were clearly in a high-risk category, and that's why <laughs> you <laughs> got the vaccine so easily. Yeah, so let me give the backstory of like, how I got vaccinated, and then Christian can make me feel like a bad person. <laughs> so my girlfriend's sister... Um, has been sneaking people into the I, I'm learning this now basically into, <laughs> into Pennsylvania by filling in their thing because Maryland, Pennsylvania and Delaware are sort of sharing doses and um, the way she signed me up is through some thing that like just basically finds like spots in their, their thing because they're so unorganized that like somebody you know I'm 38 and I have no pre-existing conditions and I got in there and um I don't know how that happened, but it was like me and a bunch of grandparents and like two other young people sitting in a very extremely fucking bright room. It was so, it was the brightest room I've ever been in my entire life, by the way. Harvard grads? But sunlight kills COVID, right? Apparently so. (laughs) That and bleach. Only if they shine it straight up your butthole. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I got there. My name was on the list. It was all like legit. I got fucking the angriest nurse in the world. They were so backed up because she was doing the flu shots too. So she was just like fucking, sit down, <laughs> bam! Basically like punched me in the arm with a fucking needle, slammed it shut and was like, get out of here. <laughs> just double fisting needles. Oh, it, was, it, was, it was brutal. <laughs> and she was like, you should stay here for 10 minutes. And I was like, okay. And then I left because why would I stay for 10 minutes? I'm not going to die unless I'm on the highway. <laughs> You're uh, supposed to see how your body like processes it. That's like what? a thing. It was fine then. You know, it's not now though. No, now it's good. There was two of us in the car. You know, we probably would have survived. Were you driving? I was driving. Anaphylactic shock while he's driving kills everyone in the vehicle. What a waste of a vaccine that would have been. (laughs) Hey, wow! (laughs) A few vaccines actually. Fuck, dude. (laughs) In fairness, it was a 15 passenger van with two people in it. So you know. So it wasn't maximum death. <laughs> yeah, it was like, like it was least. also a waste of gasoline because you're just polluting the environment when you right. could have driven more people. Right. Ooh, All right, Christian, your turn. Fuck. <laughs> you're just a shitty human being. Man. Yeah. And Christian's going to expand on why. <laughs> no, I mean, I I think I, I I stated earlier that I don't really think it's your fault. It's um I, when I coincidentally as I was driving in to record this podcast, I was listening to NPR and there was a report about. Well, it was about Maine and why Maine is doing things right, but then also comparing it to Pennsylvania, the state in which BJ happened to get his vax- vaccination. The, the, the right aid in York, Pennsylvania. Um, was Can we talk not about doing the, things very efficiently. And the what, fact that Tom's of Maine sponsors NPR, so that's probably why they said that. It was, a, it was an uh, inside job. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. <laughs> Tom Tom's cures COVID too, right? Yeah, and it smells like shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, just there's inefficiencies and there's cracks where people kind of slip in or get slipped in and, you know, 38-year-old males who are in 
good physical shape are going and getting the vaccine when BJ. 80. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make my own joke there, but thank you. 87 year old grandmas, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, when, when I got offered that, I was like, are you sure? Because a friend of ours just got a bunch of shit because somebody thought they were a like vax chaser and I was, you know, at least moderately socially aware. And they were like, no, it's totally fine. It's this thing. They're doing it. And they got my name in. And I was like, I guess that means the system's doing something right. And then I went up there and now this article comes out of this. NPR yeah. thing, yeah. So. No, I mean, I, I didn't intend for you to, you know, I don't want you to feel guilty. Oh, I don't about feel bad. I, I, just, I, I know, literally had like, nothing to do with it. I was just told where to go and I went there and got a shot. And that's all I thought about it. But Yeah. And then, I mean, I think the other thing that, to me, um, wasn't even, maybe they did address it and listen to the full report, but um, that's just the privilege of, you know, the United States and our access to the vaccine. Um, I mean, I know, like, it's spiking in France and Italy again and... Those are first world countries. I mean, what's going on in like third thing. world countries? Where isn't is it Portugal or Brazil that's like being like fucking destroyed? Like they can't. I, I know it's been rampant in Brazil. Is yeah, it Brazil? Bad. It's been hit yeah. really hard. Their president is a the president there. I forget what it is. Yeah, I think the president's terrible. So it's, just, it's like they're they're Trump essentially. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and there was a story I think that came out today. I saw it in the post about how like uh, the U.S. was pressuring Brazil not to approve. The Russian vaccine, I think it was, and I mean, I wouldn't take a fucking Russian vaccine. No, no. I mean, but yeah, I mean, and that's on top of the stuff going on with the uh, what is it, AstraZeneca? Well, uh, also oh, the blood clotting. Uh, thing. Uh, Russia has had zero cases reported. Right? <laughs> Are they still? No, North Korea said. Oh, zero. it's North, North Korea. Korea. My zero. bad. Yeah, yeah. My bad. But what does North Korea report in general? Well, I mean, that's, yeah, that's what did they just tell us? That their leader is a beautiful and genius. Actually, their no, leaders, somehow he doesn't have to defecate. Yeah, it's impressive. I mean, their awesome. yeah. their leader's sister just um, like talked smack to Biden. I know it was also released a thing. I must have missed well, they say like stop, don't be stinky or something. Yeah, yeah. They said, uh, oh man, they said something. It was all ridiculous. It was like. <laughs> Before you bring your smell of gunpowder here, it was yeah. like really over the top. It was pretty great. They miss flowery language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flowery. Though I was just thinking, if if Kim Jong Il doesn't shit, maybe that's why he's morbidly obese. <laughs> Kim Jong Il has just been expanding. It's Maybe he's just packing it in. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. NPR said BJ's a bad person. Go ahead. <laughs> Among other, tell things. me more. <laughs> I mean, my view on this whole thing is if you can get the fucking vaccine, get the fucking yeah, vaccine. Yeah, that's a good point. When, when wherever you can. Especially um, since doses have a shelf life, like a very immediate shelf life. Right. So. Well, that was my, my first impression, too, was that that's why it was there. It was like basically like fill voids. So if the system's so inefficient that it's letting people like me through, then it's probably a good thing because they're actually using the vaccines instead of just losing them. Yeah. But I've actually not. heard from a few people that if you go to a vaccination site and just hang out, which they tell you not to do, mm-hmm. um, you can actually get vaccinated early because they'll open up a box of vaccines, whatever it happens to be. And if people don't show up for their appointments, they have to throw them away. Yeah. Right. Use it or lose it. Yeah. Now, I feel like in a lot of places, they'll tell you to go fuck off and right. be really unhappy about you standing there. But yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I think it's important that they don't get wasted. But yeah, um, I mean, I, I, you know, there's there's just so many things that this brings to light. I mean, Part of it is, you know, the process of even scheduling the appointment to get the vaccine and the idea that, like, you know, a 30-year-old male or a 30-year-old, you know, female uh, is going to probably be a little more technologically savvy um, and more capable of navigating whatever the the red tape is or whatever to get that. Um, And then 
people in urban urban environments, you know, don't have to drive two hours to find a clinic where they, you know, yeah, that's a can good get point. a shot. Well, I think the, the like the 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 younger kid thing is definitely a point. Like, sorry, I keep bringing up thirty year old males, man. Just, <laughs> well, I'm not sorry. We, so okay. yeah, yeah. we so love every opportunity. I'm basically to rag forty on at this you. point. Um, yeah, the younger kids are winning because they're just better at the internet. I mean, this whole thing yeah. is like internet based. So the people that are good at it are probably going to get in line faster. Well, yeah, and it's not just age related either. It's going to be education related. It's going to be you know predominantly non minority communities. Um, you know, so the the access to healthcare is generally pretty poor for those who really need it most, and also you know, it's just exacerbating uh, it. Aren't they reporting higher hesitancy rates in um, minority communities just because yeah. of social stigma? Well, that or that goes back to like Kat's first episode, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it does. There's a lot of thing? distrust with the United States government and you know those sorts of but things in general it, with minority that's, communities. That's a good point. So one of my friends. Um, that happens to be African-American. We were talking about the vaccine. He was like, yeah, man, I, I, I don't, after the shit that I just read about the Tuskegee experiment, I don't feel comfortable doing this. I was like, that's a perspective that I would well, never have fucking and if you, that. was the if whole you point. If you notice too. a lot yeah. of the advertisements about like, or things on the news about getting the vaccine, they almost always show a minor person of color, minority, getting the vaccine on TV or in advertisements because that they're trying to show those groups like look it's okay. Yeah, it's demographic like, you should probably for sure. do this. Yeah, that's why it was such a big deal when like Obama got the vaccine and then Kamala Harris got right, the vaccine right. and all that. Um, yeah, but I mean it's not really just the minority communities that are, you know, uh, having hesitancy with the vaccine either. They're saying that Republicans, Republicans. right are the biggest thing and you know, it doesn't help when the Former president gets his vaccine like behind closed doors right before he leaves the White House and and, you know, didn't release a photo or anything about it and hasn't encouraged it. But yet still wants credit for the rollout of, oh, of course. Yeah. Well, they've yeah. been peddled this bullshit of a pandemic and like, you know, yeah. this manipulated, you know, yeah. virus that that's, you know planned for I don't know what the fuck it's planned for I didn't actually watch that fucking documentary <laughs> if you did you yeah. should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> if you didn't believed it you yeah. should be ashamed I've it's, about that stuff for hours there's so much better stuff on television too why even fucking waste your time it's funny now in like my Facebook memories Trump's about to get um, the nomination I like, saw that like four and a yeah. half years ago and I'm just watching myself yell at everybody like don't fucking do it <laughs> you don't know it's gonna be terrible and then and then it was. <laughs> it was exactly like it's just like watching it happen in real time now. Oh. Dude, you're like a fucking psychic, man. You told the future. <laughs> well, you know, every, you do that? everyone with a fucking brain cell is a psychic back then. It's just funny to watch it come back around the circle again. Oh, God. When when he won, I was in New York, and that was like the fucking weirdest. The nomination or the actual? No, when he won. Oh, the election. Um, yeah, yeah. We, the, I was at the point. Jen was on tour, and me and the boys were visiting her in the city. And, um, like, you know, they, like, we were in Times Square and we were like, hey, we're going to have a woman president when we wake up tomorrow. And we're like, nope, turns out our fucking lives are going to be ruined, you know. So, dude, I remember I was at a gig setting up early, you know, like, what did that? I think it started like seven at the point in Fells. And, uh, Get the drums all happy, you know. There's a couple they Trump play supporters. Real music at the point. And it was a while ago. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> There's a couple of Trump supporters there. We're like, whatever, fuck you guys. But like, everyone's all like amped and shit. And then you know, first set, having a great time. A couple of shots, look up, like yeah. Second set, huh? Yeah. Third set, oh fucking fuck. Yeah. Like end of the third set, we're just crying, trying to play fucking like just play more Alanis Morissette. I don't know, fucking fuck yeah. everything. That's oh. back when gigs went till almost two in the morning, so shit was dire. Oh, it was horrible. By the end of that yeah. thing, I was just ready to kill myself. Like I'm just gonna drive into the bay. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. 
Anyway, so we know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> but here we are. We yeah. got the other side. And turns out, like, things get worse than just a presidency we don't like. There's global pandemic. Right. Uh, well, that's the thing, too. It's like Race he all totally abdicate, abdicated his, like, responsibility the last few months when he should have been, or the, the administration should have been planning this rollout. And that's something that they could have done and maybe would get credit for. Yeah. But instead, like, the new administration has had to do start that. Start from yeah, scratch. start from scratch. Mm. Now we have this... Um, you know, the relief bill that is hopefully going to provide more resources to, to states. It's going to create a federal database. It's going to do all these things. I got to say, so there's some good shit in that there bill is. that I'm finding out. Yep. Um, they extended PPP in a way that oh, actually that one's affects magical, gig yeah. workers. Yep. Um, if you, Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this podcast and you were affected by COVID and you're a 1099 employee and you file as a sole proprietor on, and your Schedule C, you take your deductions like all the rest of us entertainers and that counted you out for PPP the last time around, mm. they took it up to gross and not net so whatever you cleared is not the point it's what you actually earned in the year that they're gonna and ppp is forgiven so please look into that guys like if you're fucking struggling like i know a lot of of my friends are that's that's a big deal and they process those you don't have to pay like they've loan brokers the government is paying to process those for you so don't be scared of the process reach out to somebody they're gonna get paid to help you get through the process like fucking do it it's worth it if you had Thirty thousand dollars worth of gigs in 2019. You're going to make some. It's like a quarter um, that they're going to give you back, but it's fucking. It's something, right? So, oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Do your taxes now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, the yeah. You do your fucking taxes, definitely. The yeah. This is all still based on 2019, by the way. So. Yeah. It, it's interesting though the way that that's been marketed. Like there have been a handful of Republicans that have basically said that um, this relief had nothing to do with COVID that, you know, it's basically like funding porn for other things when really oh, there's sick. so many really good aspects to this <sighs> yep. that are really going to help the, people. The child tax credit increase, right. um, the fuck, even the, the stimulus checks. Stimulus like check. it's, if, if you are in a position where you're a family of four and five grand helps your life, you fucking needed it. Like no matter what anybody says, you're going to use it to do something to improve your situation. And, and the fact that we're shitting all over that bums me out it also covers uh cobra um mm -hmm. for anyone yep. who lost their their insurance through their employer as or cool. through like september um yeah like you said the, the child credit and like all that stuff there's a lot i think there's been a lot of a focus a, a lot of focus on the things that weren't you know yeah. included the, the 15 dollar minimum, minimum wage hike wage. was and, the big right. the big arguing point from progressives and and the the means the means testing part of it yeah. where they like mm -hmm. yeah but you know it's going to help a whole lot of people, and it's a hugely... It's probably like, the biggest progressive bill that's ever been passed, since, as far as dollars. Yeah. Well, yes. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely the the, the most progressive legislation that's been passed in a long time, for yeah. sure. Maybe since, like, LBJ or something. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the, other, <laughs> the other thing is, is the we they got no Republican support, even for, like, the... the, the, the what's it called? the uh, uh, consolations or whatever that they were made. To, yeah. Uh, they had arguments, yeah. won things and still didn't vote yeah, for they, it. Yeah, exactly. Some and, of but those now people are trying yeah, to claim, they're fucking yeah. claiming that they, that like it's the like people in bill, their States yeah. that are getting something yeah. out of it, that they didn't fucking vote Such for. Such cynical bullshit. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's a huge, huge amount, but then again, they're, they're going to start focusing on like the deficit and all, all that shit. That stuff doesn't matter in the, in the short term. Mm -hmm. So uh, I want to go back to the um, vaccine thing uh, and, and see what else you, you heard on that report on NPR. I didn't hear it. 
but um, I'm actually getting my vaccine tomorrow morning. Okay. But I'm an I'm an in person educator, so I was in one B. Um, it took me a really long time to get thing to anything to actually come through going through the same system. Well, I guess not the same system you did, BJ, because I have you no had idea what system. Yeah, I you had inside help, right? Like I was just a you know a regular person yeah. who was in the allowable category and just had to. I, I I was I'm registered at like ten different things, like like vaccine hunter and the the Maryland one, and like it's like a there's a whole shit ton of them. Yeah, I'm going to apologize that I I was in a hurry and I I didn't get the entirety of that particular report. Um, but you know, a few specific moments um, that were you know um, convenient to get so that I can come in here and like poke fun at PJ. But <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, I mean, I I think I I want to make it clear that I I don't think anybody that gets a vaccine should feel guilty that they got a vaccine. Yeah, like definitely. we all need to get the vaccine. Well, I think I th- the, the biggest point there is the, the, the reason people are getting the vaccine out of order is because of inefficiencies in the system. Yeah. It's no, it, out. it's, yeah. it's that, that's what I want to emphasize is that I, I think it, it calls to question, you know, the efficiency of the system. It calls to question. Um, I mean, just in, in the broader picture of things like, you know, the inequities, um, you know, the privilege, uh, and then even things like touching about like patent law and like, you know, who's allowed to make the, you know, vaccines in the first place. I mean, if we really need these so desperately, like, you know, it's not really a time to just be concerned about your profits. profits. I was wondering about that actually, like the first person at the gate, basically, like, why wasn't that just the thing? Why didn't everyone just get the recipe immediately and then just get to distribute it? I mean, I think it's good to have like, multiple options because one could end up being more effective than the other. Well, and like, could we like maybe can yeah. Kat speak to that? Cause I've heard arguments about how that's not like those numbers aren't completely, it's not apples to uh, apples, right? Like, cause people were like, oh, I don't want the Johnson and Johnson cause it's 53% effective, but those numbers are misleading. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, what do you want me to just destroy just all, of yeah, all of it? Yeah. All of it. That's what you do your job. Yeah. So, <laughs> Things are going to be slightly different between um, companies just because they're doing things independently. So you might have something that has, um, even if it's the same type of vaccine, it has a slightly different target. And so depending on, say, a virus variant, you can get better immunity. Now, when I say better immunity, I don't mean that, like, if I get vaccine A... I won't get the virus, but if you get vaccine B, you're 50% more likely to get it. Like that, that's not necessarily what they look at when they look at immunity. So it's yes, in part, whether or not people who got the vaccine actually got the disease at all. But what they're looking at with COVID is how many people got really sick. Right. So with all of the vaccines that are out there, you do not get a level of sickness where you will end up in a hospital. At all. Like, no one who has gotten a vaccine has needed to be hospitalized. That's really, really important. Success rate, right? Yeah. On all, on all three of the approved exactly. vaccines. Exactly. Yeah. And so you might have a, you know, some fraction of a chance of still getting COVID, but it'll be much more like a common cold or a mild flu or something like that, where, you know, you might feel crappy, but you'll ultimately be fine. Um, and that's the really important part. Like, that's the game changer. It's not like we're going to you know, get rid of something like completely. It's just, we're going to keep people from dying. Right. 
I mean, that's that's, a that's good the goal. point, yeah. right? <laughs> like that's that's the reason why it's a pandemic and not just another variant of the actual flu or whatever. It's a real right. thing because mm-hmm. it fucking kills people at a much higher rate. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I I thought I found that really interesting, but I didn't. Un- I, I mean, mm-hmm. I understood that it, they 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 were rattling off like the names of the variants, like, you know, the 12N1B or whatever. And like it, it, it worked, it was only tested on this and these weren't tested on that. We don't know how it responds. Yeah. To that. And a lot of that variant stuff, like, yes, you can get mutations that make things more or less contagious or more or less deadly, but viruses mutate constantly. Bacteria mutate constantly. Like the, this isn't something novel. Um, but because we don't know anything about COVID, in comparison to like something like the flu or the common cold, um, it becomes really nerve wracking because you're just like, okay, well, does this make it worse? Does this mean we're not going to be able to have the vaccines work against it? We don't know. So that level of questioning makes a lot of people think that things are a lot worse than they are. And then that creates more hesitancy, right? In terms of like yeah. people who don't yeah. want to have it at all. Do Do you think that there'll be? Uh, I saw a meme today that was like, well, the positive sign, the positive um, silver lining of COVID that it's really going to help us restructure the health industry, just like the shootings uh, helped us do gun control. And and it was like this very dark perspective. But do you think that this many people having the the, the science as an actual forefront in, in their uh, their daily perception. You think there's any value? Is, it, is that? Gonna I'll take this one. No. <laughs> but I mean, I want to. I want to ask uh, because you've been in the field in a field that would be that we have not talked at all about in years and years and years until right now. Like Matt, you're one of those people that was brainwashed into thinking the Earth is round, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, fucking idiot. You know, like there's chugs his beer. There's so many things that I really hope change, and like. I was actually talking to you about this earlier today. Like, I, I really hope that one of the things that come out of this is that everyone is able to have more than two weeks of paid sick leave. Right. Because what mm-hmm. happens if you do get COVID <clears throat> 10 years from now? Like, you're probably going to need that time, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, realistic. But I don't know if those sorts of things will change. I think what will probably change is um, people working from home. Or people being able to say, hey, like, I don't feel great. Maybe I shouldn't come into work. Um, And the awareness there. But I don't think it's going to change, you know, people's perception of personal space. Or people being as good about hand washing. (laughs) Which is ridiculous. Silly things like that. No, I think think a year into all this, all these... All this stuff we have right now goes away, away completely. Because the numbers on the flu are way fucking down because of, <laughs> yeah, of isolation. Yeah, and I, I think people will be more likely to wear masks. You think? Um, I think people are going to be more comfortable with masks in the future for like during, when they're like, actually sick. Yeah, they'll yeah, fucking wear season. one. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's. Don't think I mean, so. it depends on the con- part of the country. I'm yeah. <laughs> I think the people that are, you know, I think the that there's been a strategic af- effort to make them fashionable. So I think people, not to say that that's like. Yeah, we're going to get to sell masks every year, but I think that that helps encourage people to be more comfortable with it. Well, I know a lot of people that like have a collection of masks that they've like, and they're going to stop using with. them at the earliest possible convenience. <laughs> I think that might be true for some people, but I think for a lot of these things, it's not just a matter of um, people being aware of public health or safety. I think that there's also a consumerism point to that. So, yeah. like. Christian, you had a good point. Like people can like accessorize with their masks, so they're going to be more likely to wear stuff that they can match their outfit. Um, I was going to be a dick and go, "Ha!" <laughs> <I see laughs> gestured, yeah. Like yeah. 
Josh, um, get to slapping. Yeah, but there's like, <laughs> but there's no reason to wear one. Home. Like it's yeah. better for businesses to not have to pay a lease. Right. Well, that that but, like, I think stuff is like that that will change. That things. paradigm is going to shift for sure because there's a bottom line that changes, right? Yeah. Like masks. Nobody's going to fuck about a mask in a year. Like as soon as as soon as you don't have to wear a mask, people aren't going to wear masks. Yeah. I mean, but that's probably not but, across the board true. But percentage wise, I'm sure. I'm sure. It, yeah, that's it's going to be a higher percentage. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. everyone. I think we'll see some some like bigger changes too in terms of like access to care and how people get their their health care mm. in terms of yeah. like we've seen this this whole thing with like zoom and proof of concept in, in that in that sense from a business standpoint but you can also get like see a doctor through through a video chat yeah, yeah the telehealth yeah i think industry. that's definitely so, yeah gonna stay. and and you've seen like what we t- just talked about like the, the expansion of access to health care for yeah. like through cobra see like i have a big problem with it being cobra rather than like medicare or, right, or, or, right. or medicaid because you know once you once you're doing cobra you're Overpaying for care that's going directly into the pockets of the insurance companies, yeah. as opposed to people who, or you know, the actual healthcare providers. I want to bring up one question about about like the acceptance of this in the future, like masks, maybe specifically, and you know, it's a good case point. Um, I wonder if there's a gender aspect to that, not in a sexist way, but in a like. There's a reason men tend to have a shorter lifespan because we're dumb and irresponsible <laughs> and we don't go to the doctor for things. And I've seen we all feel very personally attacked. <laughs> Except I've, for me. I've seen I've seen a lot more responsible behavior from 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 women whereas I mean I'm you know went to a client meeting yesterday and the first thing they did is stuck their hand out to shake my hand and then they're like I hate this goddamn mask and the first thing they did when they walked inside is took it off and it's like and like, yeah, you don't have to wear that. <clears throat> yeah, I already got it on. I'm comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I'm, I'm definitely like, like I've been cool with the mask. Into, like, obviously, the entire time. Like, I don't want to get the fucking COVID, so I'm gonna wear the fucking mask. So, like, such but, an easy fucking thing but to do. Recently, yeah. I've been getting like actually like pissed off about it. Like, fucking, I'm over this fucking pan. Fucking damn it! I want nothing to do with this fucking piece uh, of paper. So it it, re- it represents the pandemic to you. It's just fucking annoying. It's like I, it's I, like I, one step that. between like everything, especially you know, have kids like going around with Phoenix. It's like everywhere you fucking go, there's another fucking step in the already impossible equation. Of, now like, that's a different thing. Yeah. The, the, uh, when you have to put an uh, add another thing to a fucking diaper bag or whatever that is frustrating but that's not that's not a universal experience well i know but like the more like yes that's that's an exacerbated version of the same thing though but it, like i'm just getting annoyed mm-hmm. that i need this fucking piece of thing to put in my fucking face because these fucking people won't stop fucking breathing in each other's well, fucking mouths i think that i hate all of you i <laughs> hope you die of COVID immediately we're all annoyed like. yeah <laughs> that was a good side swipe <laughs> but I, th- I think you're right and i think that attitude however is where the gas station clerk in a fucking you know uh, uh, sheets in North Carolina is gonna have his mask under his chin right. because so, there's a somebody said he has to wear a mask and that's his ver- like it's right. that's in, wearing it right but they were doing that a fucking year ago they were like doing that the whole time in my gym who will wear a mask but it's see through mesh <laughs> I don't like think- that makes me rage. <laughs> Why don't you hit them with a barbell? I want to. I, want, I, want, I don't want to. I want Cat to rage on people. I know. That would be in the gym. <laughs> that's the thing. They see like, you on the news. You're not the podcast. But education like, oh, rage. No. She's like, do you understand the level of particulates? So she's just like fucking <laughs> punching them in the face. Wait, but, they're, they're really wearing mesh though? Yes. Are they getting called out for it? No. Fucking <laughs> But BJ, like. No, but if they have their masks not on, I've seen people get pulled out of there by police. Ooh. So, but, but you can have like a, a mesh saucy. mask. Yeah, I, I guess the people at the desks don't know how to make that argument of like, yeah, particle size. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And they just be like, but I'm wearing a mask. That's all their requirement states. Why don't they just use like a Lego? Like if a Lego can comfortably squeeze through your mask, then fucking maybe you should. (laughs) I think because the issue is politicized in the first place. Like people don't want a confrontation. And like you don't know how that. Some people do want the confrontation, though. Oh, the people not wearing the mask. But I mean, I I think that's why why people aren't more vocal about their discomfort with somebody wearing a mesh mask or like having it, you know, below their their chin or their nose. And yeah, just now when I went to go pick it, like get the pizza from outside, I didn't have a mask on me. I like lifted my shirt above my nose or whatever, and yeah, and that's like outside and and whatever. But like BJ can make the differentiation too from like. I don't like doing this. I hate wearing this, but I'm going Still to do, do it, it because I'm not do a it. fucking yeah. asshole. Right. And that that is that I guess that's the point I was getting at. Like those people turned it into that that frustration you have, they turned it into justification to not want to do a thing that they also associated with somebody who didn't agree with Trump, really, is what yeah. a lot of that yeah. Because people think their feelings matter. Right? Yeah. And that's, like Feelings point. don't change facts. But I was assured yeah. by the Trump voters that feelings don't matter. That was you like, don't no, 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 feelings to affect your feelings. Oh, oh, oh right, right, right. Only yours. Well, only yes, my your feelings. Tears. Okay, good. Specifically Jewish good. space laser, <laughs> yeah, right. laser liberal of feelings. Of course, of course, of course. And what's, what's crazy, too, is today is actually the one-year anniversary of Baltimore shutting down. This is it. One, one. Yeah. We're having this conversation mm-hmm. one fucking year later. Yeah, the fifteenth was my last scheduled gig, and I didn't I I actually didn't play it yesterday. Oh, was no, the thirteenth? Yeah, the fourteenth was fine. Yeah. Oh, yesterday, or but no, here we are. Without, today's the sixteenth. You know, we have we have a a much less Nazi president. So that's that's <laughs> a positive move of the last year. Man, I did I, not see that coming. <laughs> I did. Actually, I. I kind of feel the only reason we, we don't have a Nazi president is because of this pandemic. Yeah, we've kind of hinted at that it's before. It's been helpful. Yeah. yeah, It's just, it's really frustrating to see, like, the revisionist history already. Like, it's not even two months since, like, <laughs> since all this um, happened. We have re- revisionist I guess reality, been, like, two yeah. months, not just revisionist yeah, it, history. It is. I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not it's, even it's revisionist. Real time. It's just an alternate reality <laughs> Which, that we're constantly You know, because March 4th, he was inaugurated as the new president, right? And, <laughs> right. And, Again, yeah. Did that yeah. happen? Yeah. No, they just canceled the well, congressional the date session. happened. Yeah, yeah. None of the things right. happened that they ever fucking say. So I think this is kind of a, a good segue into kind of what we had been talking about with uh, journalism and like how that message gets spread. Because if we're getting stuff in real time actually yep. getting altered. Yeah. By people who, in theory, are paying attention, what happens to the message that people are yeah. getting that aren't trying to pay attention? Yeah, the dissemination of news right now is, is sort of insane because Kat made a good point earlier. Um, you know, initially news you would just it was word of mouth, and then we had paper. You got your newspaper, read it, and then you'd listen to it on the radio, and then you watch it on TV. And now it's just sort of fucking this barrage of confetti falling down through the internet. That like maybe you get a good piece of information, maybe you get a bad piece of information, and then the confetti is like catered to whatever is going on your screen. You have to pay for some of it, and some of it's free. Yeah, yeah. well, that's yeah, it's just it's fucking maddening because people just are can be can be fully and wholly misinformed about everything. Well, and, and <laughs> you'd think so that element of it is not a new thing. Like the fucking Salem witch trials prove that we'd make real bad decisions if we just listen to some shit some fucking idiot says. Yeah, yeah but, and but the we're thing still about that, though, doing is it. In, in, in this middle section right here was vetted journalism. <laughs> so we went from like the Salem witch trials to like. But people don't oh, even fucking know what yeah, yeah, journalism is yeah. anymore. Like there's yeah. been two. Like, while the. the you know, while we were maybe paying attention to the discussion surrounding like the the COVID relief bill, the other side of the aisle was completely focused on this whole fucking like Dr. Seuss nonsense. And like, and 
it's just it's so disingenuous too because if I mean I'm old enough to remember the Dixie Chicks, right? Like they were. Oh, you mean the yeah, chicks? Right. I'm sorry, the chicks. Whatever you want to call them at this point, I feel like that's worse. That's just fucking stupid. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, and and they did that same shit with the Beatles when the Beatles talked about being bigger than Jesus. It's like this is a fucking like that is your cancel culture wrapped up in. in yeah, in I mean, this they particularly loved it when John Lennon embraced communism. They were real, yeah. real into <laughs> yeah, that when he was against the real. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but uh, it, yeah, it's just the fucking like the the. It's just mind-boggling, like the the lack of thought that goes into any of this shit from like a daily basis from all these people. Like I just. You know, it's not, it's not, not really thought. It's more. Well, I mean, like the, it's like, parroting. The, the people that I encounter on, like you know, the social media stuff is like, how can you possibly be this fucking stupid? Like that you just not you're not processing any of the information. And Christian actually made a point the other day he, when he's been sort of diving into like the cryptocurrency thing and like all these different crazy ways to look at the stock market and found himself in the YouTube YouTube wormhole. And oh, it's a scary place. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so it's you want to tell of, us why QAnon's real now? Or uh, well, no, I, I mean, I, I I don't think that the stuff I've been kind of brushing against uh, goes quite to the uh, extent of QAnon. Okay, but it is it is really interesting to the see the trains here. Um, that wasn't all the way. I know. I I restrained myself. I'm 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 apprehensive to to discuss this. I haven't really thought about how to say this in a tactical well, th- way yet. The, the, the big the big <laughs> point you made was that you had started to like it's changed your algorithm and you started to get different things in your feed, right? It like, yes, yeah. yeah, that's definitely true. Um, there's definitely like some more libertarian uh, journalism uh, being pushed my way. Oxymoron. That's got to be based well, off of the cryptocurrency, at, at, right? At this point, anytime I'm like, I'll jump over to Apple News and like look at the headlines and I'm like touch on something not realizing that it's from a source that I know is a bullshit source I'm pissed because I know that that one click is going to send me 30% more bullshit until I don't touch it at all for a couple of weeks and it stops doing it and it's consistent like every fucking time I'll accidentally read a headline that seems like something I would want to know about because of I mean stuff we talk about or just shit that I'm concerned with mm-hmm. and I'll click on it and it'll be like Fox News I'm like ah <laughs> fuck my phone is infested well Fox News is fucked because certain as- certain departments in that news organization or whatever whatever word you want to use to describe it are good like certain you, parts no like, you're right you're right the correct correct media yeah. I think that, media is media a is better better uh, yeah and, and term. Fox is not the w- lowest common denominator Anymore, yeah. right? I mean, that was an argument uh, 15 years ago. And, That's and, the new left. <laughs> yeah. Although the, That's the, the new center. The network has seemed to have lost its mind even more. Than, yeah, I mean, it's just... It, it's almost like passe to hate them now, so I don't... Yeah, like, I try not to give them yeah. oxygen, but it's just... It's yeah. it's crazy. It, uh, you know, you even have, like, the, the, the journalists jumping on, like, the, the nonsensical storylines of, you know, why is Joe Biden traveling all the way to Delaware from... <laughs> From Washington, oh, D.C. Oh, God. The fucking irony of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just no fucking self-awareness. Delaware, huh? Why We're do concerned you think about that, that messages like that get out there? Like, there has to be a, a reason or a selling point, right? Because everything has to make money. So yeah. why report on something that is largely irrelevant? Because they're fucking people love it. Yeah, they want to hear it. They yeah. love it. Their audience knows that that's what they want to hear. Just like that, like I was talking about two episodes ago, that Biden sucks sign. Like, the dude has that in his front yard because he's convinced that liberals are going to drive by and be incensed and I was like I don't fucking care. But that might be a miscalculation. I know a lot of the stuff that they were talking about coming out of CPAC was that uh, like 
you know, all obviously all the, the Trump merchandise was selling like hotcakes, but they were having a real problem selling like anti Biden stuff because people just don't they're not worked up about him they, the way yeah. that they're worked up about, you know, they were worked up about Obama and then Hillary and, and, and everything else. So it's hard to hate your grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's also an elderly white man. So yeah. Like that, yeah. Right. That like they, and which just and proves the racism. And he's like, he's right. And, yeah. and, 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 and like, uh, but are they, they're clearly not having a discussion with themselves about like, gosh, wait, maybe we are racist. Well, they don't, oh, like, there's, right. there's no like are nuanced the thought there. Like we've said a thousand fucking times, but like somebody else made a point on Facebook about, um, they're talking about oh, like Biden, like well, why, why don't I see you all like worshiping your new savior? And I was like, that's because he's not our fucking savior. <laughs> he never was. He's None just a fucking president. Why, like nobody, nobody I will ever own a Biden flag because they don't make them. They're telling on themselves <laughs> yeah. when they, when they yeah. say that, like because that's how they view their guy, and that's not how we view him. He's a means to an end. He's, but it's, it shows how that media is like presenting it that way too. I still don't understand how people got to that point though, right? Like, why would you? I like they made a golden statue, but like, what makes people idolize another human like that? They idolized him before he was president. They idolized him when he was an asshole on TV, and I never got that. Well, I didn't get concept. I I don't understand. Right, I didn't get it then either. Like he seemed like a fucking asshole. It made me not watch the show because he seemed awful. But you're also steps back in history to the the death of religion. Yeah, Mm. and the idea that we don't have any idols anymore. It's just money. So we're trying to search for yeah. contemporary Some versions sort of, of that, whether that's politicians mm-hmm. or celebrity or the wealthy or, you know, something that makes us feel like there's someone driving the ship or, you know. Yeah, do you think it's a control thing? Like people just want a sense of security and something that they can, like you said, like driving the ship. Like I just I <sighs> yes. don't know the thought process. I think fundamentally happens. we are insecure beings who don't mm-hmm. understand why we're here. And we're just looking for some some form of validation, whether that's purpose, um, re- the validation of reality in the first place, um, guardrails for our, our beliefs, socialization, yeah. uh, identity. You know, well, I mean, it's the, yeah, it's the, it's the reason religion was invented in the first place, just to give some answers for something. Like, why is the sun there? I oh, fucking because God wants the sun. <laughs> in you know? my language, like, we can hypothesize it. right <laughs> <laughs> that that's why re- religion was invented. I mean, you know, we we really don't know, and I mean, I think that that's. Like, it fills a very void, uncomfortable you know? with uncertainty. Yeah, and that provides it provides answers to questions that aren't answered yet. Well, and I, I think that that we see that constantly in these weird little chunks. Like, I mean, why the fuck were the Kardashians ever famous? Like, what was that about? It's what all value really good statue, marketing. Status. Yeah, exactly. Well, Same reason why Trump yeah. was 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 right. so famous. I mean, my dad was talking about Trump. Like, he had that fucking book. The what's the what's his first? Book? Oh, Art the ghostwritten book. The Art of the Deal. Art of the Deal. Yeah, and we're just like yeah, and blah, 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 blah. kept like he would freight like quote that thing throughout my life, and I finally like we got to this point, and I was like. You're fucking kidding, right? <laughs> but the guys, he sells the thing. He sells the image. And people from, like, especially boomers, they love that fucking goldy, like, gold everywhere. Like, the this, this sign of money is a fucking hotel with your name on it. Well, like, think about what his slogan was. It was, make America great again. Like, who other than boomers was going to be excited? But yeah. again, they don't run on any policy. Like, they, the Republican Party doesn't have Oh, it's not the Republican Party. Problem. This is specifically it's, Trump's it's, doing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But the, yeah, but this it was trending that way before. It's culture wars. Yeah. Their, their whole right. thing is like the culture wars. It goes to the Dr. Seuss thing that was Mr. Potato or, Head. Or Nancy Reagan and the war on drugs and yeah. uh, the D.A.R.E. program or all that shit. Like, right. it's always been part of that. Or that part of that platform with the modern day conservatives. Yeah. So but, it wasn't always Republicans. It was Democrats in the, you know, 
pre uh, like post reconstruction or whatever. But, but it's also important to like differentiate Repub- like elected Republicans and like Republican voters, because if you look at the polling on this this COVID bill, um, like it's got over seventy percent approval, like of of everybody, and it's like fifty yeah. plus percent. I think close to sixty percent approval from from it was like Republican 58%, voters. Yeah, 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 something like that. So like fifty eight percent of Republican like you know registered republicans support this bill but zero fucking elected uh, officials from the republican party voted for it and like at some point there has to be a price paid for that but it you know <laughs> i don't know that there will be and we'll see i mean we like, like we talked about we see we started seeing some of them start to try to take credit for it yeah and which i think all that's still journalism related right yeah. because if 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 you can message. Yeah, yeah if you can turn on the channel that works for you yep. and they're going to say the thing you want to hear and nobody's going to fucking stop them right. or hold anybody accountable. Then like, how do you, you can't fucking change any of that. You know, it's interesting. I just, I just listened to the, uh, the Jocko podcast the other day and he had on, who's the, the, I think she was a Congresswoman from Hawaii ran for president. Uh, Oh, uh, uh, Giffords get, uh, no, Giffords. not, not Giffords. No. Uh, uh, shit. What the fuck? I should have prepped this one. I didn't think about it. Uh, no, I, I, I'm here. Have you guys continue. And I'll, I'll find out. Well, Ran in this election. Wait, wait, wait. This yeah, this election. Yeah, Tulsi, Mark, Mark, Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi oh, Gabbard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Jesus. and she fucking made some really good points about specifically that about like how you can have good ideas inside of the like Democrat Party or any party, and then just Democratic Party. Democratic Party, not the Democrat Party. No, it's not the Democrat Party. What is it? It's the Democratic Party. One of the Democrat Party. Because that's what your boy says, because he is trying to incite bullshit. What is it? I don't understand how that does that. We'll get into it another Are day. Are you okay. making fun of his son? That's <laughs> <laughs> what Phoenix used to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, so inside the Democratic Party, she was having issues like... Uh, she went against Obama on like bombing Syria at some point, and like the messaging like basically like got her blacklisted from everything. And this is like purely her side of the story in this thing. Yeah, but it, but she's. Was... She, I mean, I I, I generally like uh, uh, Tulsi, but uh, she has <clears throat> she reads the line for sure. Yeah, and you know, whole but her, thing but is. her point was valid. It was like inside the party, like the messaging is more important than the person. Yeah. So like, if you were like out of line of the thing, like you just get blacklisted and. Which was the whole argument for Bernie, right? Mm-hmm. The the idea that the establishment did not want him to have the nomination, and, and that's why he's not been able to get it, even with maybe so more popular he's support. Crushing it right now, though. Well, yeah, an independent yeah. though. Yeah, but um, you, you, the whole thing with with the two party system is like you can't operate outside of that in like mm-hmm. presidential politics. Yeah, exactly, he needed a, a Democratic nomination, right. for, and he to caucuses win the with the Democrats. Yeah, so like, yeah. yeah, he does, and and I think that. Um, but like, I wonder if that's part of their. Oh, for sure. He, he's, no, he's not their dude. He's yeah. not establishment because he's literally not establishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of it for sure. But then, like the fact that they're so self righteous about it, like that that uh, that does bum me out. Which I, you know, I don't get. Wait, I, who the, the Democrats? The Democrats. Okay. I don't. Uh, no, I know. I do, see. I don't like the cult of personality that was built around what Bernie did. But everything he speaks for, I, I'm totally yeah, down with for right? sure. And and yeah. then that's with any like and and there's there. You know, I've heard a lot of Bernie comparisons to Trump and all that stuff. The cult of personality stuff that does surround Bernie, and there is a cult of personality that surrounds him, but that's more of his supporters doing that. Right, not him. He's never come out and said, I alone can do this. Yes, exactly. That that is. Because why the fuck would you ever say that? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's effective in certain segments of the population. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. 
I mean, whatever. I was going to get real existential. It's like, why do we even have a president? That, that <laughs> speaks to the monarchy. That's a that's a system designed. We should all be free. Oh, right? Yeah. It's like, Can we talk on. about the monarchy for a couple minutes? Because that shit's fucking oh, crazy. crazy right right now. Now. You know what the best part about that I'm, is? We didn't do it. <laughs> I'm going to allow it, but I'm just going to start this off with like I can't begin to tell you how much my blood boils every time I hear somebody bring up the fucking royal family in the I'm news. with you. I'm with you 100%. Like, what fucking We literally year is this? fought a yeah. whole war about this. We yeah. like <laughs> multiple Like the fetishization wars. of like yeah. fucking royalty like right. How fucking pretentious is it What's, to like, what, refer to yourself as? Does it, is anybody like well versed or whatever the fuck? Is anyone like well versed on that? In like stupidity? how it, on, <laughs> <in> that? <laughs> expert? <laughs> I raised my hand. <laughs> oh yeah, rhythm section across the yeah. table. <laughs> um, or like why it even still exists? Or like what? What's what's the mechanism? Isn't there one? To... There's like one region that they actually have like governmental. Uh, it's like a bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> something. <laughs> I I'm sure well, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. That's way too hunting pop. fields. Yeah, that's way too pop culture. But for they they're, like they're publicly funded. It's it's crazy. Like there's a shitload of money going away for no reason. I think, and I could be completely wrong on this, so no one quote me. But I think, as far as when you talk about England, it's sort of set up sort of similar to what we have, where it's you know you have a figurehead, people who govern smaller areas, but it's still a parliament that makes a lot of the decisions. Yeah. It's kind of like how our High council you know, type thing. Yeah, and the Congress royal family is yeah. not government related at all anymore, right? Well, I mean, more like how they maintain mm-hmm. their seats through this thing. Like, they're still funded by the public. <sighs> maintain their seats. They're the royal family. Yeah, like, yeah. But no, no, he's right. Like, like they only have that money because they're the royal family. Yeah. But I guess technically, I mean, there's lineage, there's bloodline, right? It, it, well, no, but like, like I mean, I don't fucking But know. like, taxation <laughs> funds them. So, like, I know one but British person, like, she lives in Baltimore. Governing still, oh, I believe. I think they also have some independent wealth as well i mean at this point i fucking hope so <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of white privilege that's going down the line but like all of it <laughs> so i w- was essentially completely out of the loop on the whole like Meghan markle thing that happened did anyone here actually pay okay. attention to that i was I, trying to watch the interview but i don't know who yeah so. i didn't i did so not so angry that we're talking about this but do we wait, wait didn't you bring it up no no i did oh, no. You did. So, no trying to talk some gossip so, so i didn't even know that she was having issues until I heard that that interview happened and that was a thing. I haven't seen the interview. I take the gist of it is she basically said that they were, you know, outcasts and their kids not going to receive um, a, a royal title because it's not white enough. That's what I took away. That was that was something that happened. I mean, I, I was there's another podcast I listened to called uh, "You Were Wrong About." They went way deep in the royal shit, and I okay. just I just got like, well, I'm I'm gonna learn everything I can about this particular topic because this is really interesting. You motherfuckers are crazy. Uh, the queen is is like an asshole <laughs> to all the kids apparently, and like I mean, she's also a rich yeah, old like, white lady. Yeah, she's well, like 200 years but, old. Yeah. But it's it's funny like watching. Different, Why would you like, even waste your time being nice to someone at that age? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was fucked up. <laughs> what's funny is my grandma one time basically told me like I don't want to meet any new people. Yeah. she's like I'm good. I've got enough. I feel of them. Now, I'm just gonna be like hang out with, with these folks. That's how I feel now. <laughs> Keep in mind, cats the youngest of us by a significant amount. But like as her brain goes, she's an 85 year old grandma. Um, <laughs> some days, <laughs> whatever. Um, but the queen is like like basically just a, a fucking dickhead to all the new people who come in. Like like Diana just got shit on constantly to the point of like the brink of suicide. Yeah, and this the the 
I, I think because I was like fresh off of that podcast, which was like wildly interesting for some reason. Getting into the Megan stuff, it's like you can just see them shitting all over somebody they don't approve of again. And the fact that they like broke ranks, left the Royals, and then had this interview that like sort of demolished them. It's just like fascinating. Demolish is a strong word. Yeah, yeah we'll see. I, yeah, I don't, they I, seem I, to be doing fine. I think there'll be no real repercussions yeah. other than just talk, which to be fair for- Well, Pierce for Morgan them, left his show. So. Yeah, for them <laughs> societally, talk is pretty, it's a, it's a consequence. Like, yeah, I was going to say though, like it's just the Americans talking about the British again. Right. Like, Why? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> it seems what like the a fuck is that fuck is our thing? We just, I, I do think that it's kind of fetishized there too. I agree. I don't yeah. think we're the only ones who are- I yeah, don't disagree probably. with that. Oh no, it's the, yeah, it's see held. the royal wedding and yeah, birth and well, it's like racist and tabloid you know, related. You know, like uh, all the publications when you are at the grocery store checking out are bullshit tabloids. Yeah. So like, that's all people are interested in anyway. That's what social media has become. That's I was going to say, cycle has become. I was thinking the other day. I was like, how do they even sell tabloids anymore? Those are just literally my entire feed. Of all of Facebook, <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, like it, how does that market <laughs> exist? Yeah, I mean, that, that explains the Trumpism the too. Is like it's all built into that same sort of a yeah. thing. Yeah, that's fucking. Yeah, anyway, but, yeah, yeah. I, I, I take it the answer to that is none of us know what actually happened because we didn't pay enough attention. Which I mean, I there, find to be a redeeming quality. There was a um, <laughs> more interesting story and more relevant story. I feel like in that came out of uh, England recently, like this past week, which was the story. I can't. I don't remember her name, so I'm not even going to try and like butcher it. But she was like kidnapped and murdered by a police officer walking home from oh, yeah. from work and then you, you, you no, I didn't hear that. yeah th- there's a there was a comparison between that and um uh is it woody allen or uh, wait hold on who, the, who oh the woody it? allen documentary just came out too yeah and, and that there was there oh were, my god the the am i don't i may be going to is he was he did he get in trouble for who got in trouble for um uh molesting the little girl I think it was Woody. It what, is yeah. Woody Allen. So they they there's there's a, a an article um, comparing the incident you're bringing up and that incident. Um, just generally, here we are in 2021, 20, uh-huh. and women still aren't safe. And they were talking about reasons why that is and the comparison between those two. Anyway, go, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can kind of see the the through line there, but I got to squint. Um. Oh, it was compared. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't the seven year old. It was the mother who spoke out against him. Yeah, and ended up. You know, and then they also talked about um, uh, the Clarence Thomas case and um, Anita Hill, right? Mm-hmm. They were just talking about how the f- the the one thing that always happens is is a defamation of character, regardless. Right. And anyway, go well, ahead. I mean, th- from what I understand, it like again, I haven't gotten uh, too much in the weeds on it, but the the broad strokes are she, you know, was walking home and like did all everything that you're supposed to do. It's just like she called her boyfriend to let her know she was. Uh, uh, traveling and then she took the safest route home um but i guess she was kidnapped and murdered by a police officer mm-hmm. um and the like after they found her body and then i guess uh all signs point to them having found the suspect uh there was like a vigil or something like that last week and uh the you know doing doing a great job of reading the room in the mood the the police came in and basically busted it up and like uh arrested oh, a bunch no. of people and were like all like used ex- excessive force uh, in the whole thing That's... and then they also <laughs> on top of that they like after they i think they discovered the body or she was reported missing they basically went door to door in in this area and told the women in that lived in the area to stay home 
And that was their like solution rather than putting more police out on the streets. Or exactly. if you're going to tell someone to stay home, how about the, the men who are doing the, the murdering? And I don't know like if rape hasn't really been fully discussed in the conversation, but I'm not. Well, the, the through line is, is yeah. women aren't safe and it's, right. it's up to them. It's not up to right. us to make right. men not make women unsafe. Right. Like that's the argument, right. you know. Yeah, and, and, and that's so fucking ridiculous. And, oh, God, uh, something that somebody posted related to that was, you know, th- so that, that article was there, and then there was a comparison to um, this woman uh, who was like, yeah, well, I just wanted to speak out about this, kind of like a Me Too thing where she was like, um, you know, I, I went to a party, and I got basically blackout drunk, but then, um, you know, I have a boyfriend and I, I, I you know, I, I got raped. My rapist doesn't even know that he's a rapist because I didn't file charges. You know, I, he had unconsensual sex with me. And 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 what really happened was I, my boyfriend broke up with me and my friends shamed me and my parents were angry with me. And 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 she was talking about the consequences of her as a female having had this sex, not consensually. And then it all broke on her. Right. That was right. her argument. Uh, and the one comment under there was like. Well, it really seems like she should have done a better job of like you know uh, th- doing the right thing, basically from some dude, <laughs> right. you know. And it was just like reinforcing ah. the reason why women don't go and report that they've been violated, yeah, it, or assaulted. Like, he so. couldn't see that he was literally saying the thing that she was talking about as the first fucking right. comment under this thing, and it was infuriating. It was like how did how does that even. How's so, that a thing? There's a movie, I think it's on Netflix, and I can't for the life of me remember the name, but it's actually about that issue where um, this woman I think it's called lost, Unbelievable. Maybe, I don't know, but like her her best friend was like basically, from what I gather, committed suicide because she had been raped and no mm-hmm. one believed her. And she kind of goes back through all these people over the years that could have contributed to that and sort of looked into what had happened and it was the most like I'm not a crier ever and this movie like throttled my emotions <laughs> and I was just like in tears and, like what the actual fuck and if I can remember the name of it I'm gonna make sure it's linked to this podcast <laughs> when this goes live send me a um, <laughs> because you know, it's one of those things like people don't think about the implications of what they're doing and the way that things are portrayed to men versus women is often very, very different of like, oh, it's not your fault she was drunk versus like, oh, like, well, maybe if you didn't get so drunk, it wouldn't have happened to you. Well, like, realistically, like, why don't we just not do fucked up shit to each other? Right. <laughs> like, come on. And, and I think look at it. that even, even more so like than the specific moment that people are, like, if people are making equally bad choices or whatever, it's that societal pressure that it's her fault that something negative happened, regardless of what the outcome is. Even if she was just like, oh, that fucking sucked and that was a bad idea, regardless of of how she feels she was affected, we all just like, we pick, well, I mean, you know, historically we picked women to be the bad guy. I mean, look at the fucking Bible. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's a constant, you know, and, and it's fucked up. I mean, there's a through line too to like, you know, the uh, minority communities that are facing police brutality as well. Right. Like, it's the same type of thing where... Yeah. Well, you know, the George Floyd, uh, uh, sorry, the, the, what's his name? Chauvin, whatever the, yeah. the officer's name. It's not the George Floyd trial. It's his, his thing. But we're, you're going to see like, while the, uh, during coverage of this, that it's going to be again, trying to like litigate well, his reputation as opposed to that. They just the, talked about sure, today. Yeah. They wanted to use a prior drug arrest as right. like a part of the trial and the judge right. threw it out because it was defamation of character. But here's the thing. 
Who fucking cares if he was arrested for having drugs? That right. doesn't change any right. way I feel about you fucking murdering people. Yeah. Right? It's not a death sentence. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It turns out like that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's so overwhelming. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, that goes to the legal system too. Like, like making to be able to make that case in that court about that thing that's clearly on fucking tape. Like, yeah. your dude stood on his neck for nine minutes and he died. Like, if he didn't do that, we wouldn't be here. If he was a civilian, there would be no, he would, it would have been a trial. Yeah. He would have gotten mm-hmm. convicted. It would have been a thing. Right. And a lot of this all comes back to the way things have culturally been put together over hundreds of years, probably, in that I think a lot of times people don't even have these considerations when things happen or they say things because it just seems so normal. It doesn't seem yeah. insidious when really there's a lot of underlying bullshit that people really need to fix. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll like throw myself on the sword for that. Like going around Baltimore, like I've been really aware of it the past, like, I don't know, five or six years, but I'll see certain situations and like catch myself thinking racist shit just by nature. Like my reaction is like, oh, fuck. And then I'll think like about that. Locking and go, your doors on North Avenue or something? <laughs> no, just like, like I don't know. I can't think of a specific anecdote that like this equates to, but I've definitely been aware of myself looking it's at it. It's probably such one a, of those things you don't want to share. But anyway. Probably that too. But like, <laughs> I'm like, so, super fucking curious <laughs> at this point. Just there's certain thoughts I have in certain situations where I look at something and just think about it in a way. And then I go, what the fuck? Like, yeah. and it's like, it's a pre-wiring to like look at a situation and think a certain way about the thing, you know? I mean, that's, that's definitely true. Uh, I remember a time, um, God, I, out, I'm sure that works I both ways Jen too. all the time on this poor thing. I'm sorry, Jenny, but we, we, this, when we had first moved to Baltimore and honestly, we had never lived anywhere where we were in a minority. Right. And we were in Randallstown, which we were like in, in the, the zip code we were in, it was like 86% black. Um, which whatever, it's fucking fine. Like, you know, also it was cheaper to move there, which is, that speaks a whole lot of things. Right. Um, but we went to a, a restaurant, you know, like a chain restaurant, like a fucking, uh, I don't know, like a IHOP or something. And we were waiting to get seated and it was like me and her. And then like, you know, maybe one other Caucasian in the, the restaurant and everybody else was a minority of some kind. And we we're just waiting. And it's just like a really long time waiting. And Jen was like, she earnestly said this. This was not an attempt to be racist, but she was like, do you think that they're not going to seat us because we're white? And I was like, Aww. that, to be fair, <laughs> is probably a similar reaction that anybody in that restaurant would have if they walked into an almost all white restaurant in the area we come from mm-hmm. and stood there for a long time waiting to be seated. They'd be like, they're probably not seating us because we're black. And I think that that... There's 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 <laughs> some I, social construct that needs to be pulled apart there to fix it. Go. Can I ask how old you were? We we were in our mid twenties, um, which is which it, saying out loud feels inexcusable, right? Like it feels like a, a relatively developed. But our our experiences outside of North Carolina had included uh, being living in Indiana for grad school for a couple years in Bloomington, which was still pre- predominantly white. So, so yeah, I'm, a, yeah. I'm asking as a timestamp in your oh, life lifetime just to say and to bring up like the idea and you know also to acknowledge how segregated we we typically are as as a society in this country that the privilege that you were that old and like that's you know in uh, my parents the first time you really encountered that situation where you had to feel like that and my parents who are who are in their 70s but probably have never experienced anything like that and, and probably a large portion of the country which is why you know i mean again why it's so easy to see 
you look at one narrative on a kind of media that you're being sold and you can just believe it because everybody around you believes it because you're in these segregated spaces. Let's take what Codetta was saying too. Like, you know, she met some guy from wherever the fuck, Wichita, whatever the fuck. She's like, you know, and what did he call her? Like the colored or something? Like some ridiculously. Yeah, I think they call her colored. Yeah. But it's because he just, that's just what they said there. And it's like, that's what he knew. And like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, actually as part of... um, Working with NIH, we have to take implicit bias training. I called Maya Codetta. <laughs> it's fine. She said that's, that's what name. she wanted to do. Oh, she totally fucking did. That's her grandma name. Yep. Maya. Maya, I'm sorry. It's her creative identity. She's not listening. in that training talking about how um, if you ask children to do associations based on what they've seen, when they're really young, like four years old or so, you know, 50% of the time it's going to be however they match things together is going to be based on what they know. As you increase that towards adulthood, it becomes more solid. And so it could be something as simple as, um, like, the exercise was matching a dog with a person. And so, like, one of the dog choices was a German shepherd, and one of the people choices was a police officer. And the other two dogs were, like, little fluffy dogs. So you go, oh, like, it makes sense for a cop to have this big working dog, but, like, why? Mm -hmm. Right. You know, like what in our brain tells us that. And so our brain tries to take the shortcut of going, okay, we always see these associations, so this is the clearest answer, um, when that's not true all of the time. And so in that case, it might be right, but, you know, depending on the circumstances, who knows. Hmm. Um, And so like a little bit that learned behavior is biological, but I think it's up to people to realize that that is ingrained and break through mm-hmm. it or expose children to yeah. different and, circumstances. And yeah. addressing those things is extremely difficult, like just to even have a conversation because people aren't generally, you know, introspective about the, the, the P- level of where, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> but like where they, co- where these kind of like views come from. So like you really, you can't just like someone who's grown up, you know, maybe in, in the South and has like these, these, not I'm not no no, no, no. <laughs> please uh, most yeah. of those uh, circumstantial stereotypes for me are true yeah my experience at least right but yeah. like so you know just I, like if, if someone's been uh, in uh, in pretty much like a segregated neighborhood and they have uh, not really experienced people outside of their own you know race ethnicity whatever it is and you kind of and they develop these views and then you have you put them in another situation and you tell them the way you're expressing those views is, is incorrect and th- this is why or whatever, they're not necessarily going to be like, oh, that's interesting. Let me re-examine my, the whole way I'm Right. I've and now, of course, in, in, in mine and Jen's circumstance, that's exactly what happened. Right. You're like, man, like we had that conversation right. later. Like it, that, it was, it was right. like this momentary thing that happened. It didn't matter. There were no consequences right. that were immediate other than the conversation that came out of it, yeah. um, which was like, uh, you know, I remember when we were sh- like looking for a house, like there was, we had family members being like, there's a lot of black neighborhoods. Make sure, <laughs> like, you know, that we were genuinely and, and, and us being children of the eighties, like we were ter- like told to be terrified of minorities, uh, right. crack, you know, uh, any relationship to drugs whatsoever had this minority twinge to it. When you watched any dare program thing in the eighties, when we went to school, I mean, we were it was propaganda that we were being fed that whole time. And, and we being educated and, and in a, uh, having experienced this Caucasian pathway, we just went to a college of a town, a bunch 
of white liberals in another part of the country and then moved to, to Maryland. And, and it was the first time that we had no reason to be in a specific area that kept us with the people that looked like us, which was great. I'm glad that that happened. And that experience made us question a lot of things that we thought. And, and to speak to what you said, that was like 2005, right? 2005 seems like it should be a time that sounds really open, but there's a lot of race stuff in the last 15 years that makes that a very different time period. Well, at it's, least been, to it's me. like a lot more things have come to the surface, right? Just like via the way media is exactly like voices have been more like amplified. You know, you know, it's funny though. I was thinking about what you were just saying, and in my neighborhood, growing up in Montgomery County, they made a point to put low income and middle income next to each other. So the bus stop was where like. The shit was real, and it was fucking. It was hilarious because the first day I walked up there, it was like oh, a bunch of big scary black dudes. I'm just kind of like I was a little white rock and roll kid with my fucking hair all long and my Nirvana shirt on, and then somebody pulled out a fucking blunt that was the size of a broomstick, <laughs> and like the whole Great white equalizer. black every everybody equalized into a big circle, and we all smoked that blunt together, and that bus stop was fucking tight for four <laughs> years. It was awesome, but it like it leveled the playing field, right? Like it, like for whatever reason, like stuffing all those things together was actually like it seemed you know you can look at it now and it's like the the housing prices or you know all the other arguments yeah, you can make about yeah. that kind of stuff but in reality like it fucking just made the kids cool as shit like everyone was awesome yeah, i mean you got to meet people where they are on 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 certain things and it, like you hope that you can take them where they need to be but like or you learn gonna or be or you learn that you're not in the place that you should right, be right right exactly we're all, like we're never none of us are finished products we're continuing to like learn and and grow with whatever norms are now or not the norms when we were growing up necessarily and mm -hmm. and that's good that's progress exactly. like every generation is the most progressive generation that will be like it's like great you this this generation now is the most progressive generation in like 20 years you're gonna look back and be embarrassed about the shit that you like right. yeah well I think about Aiden and he's getting ready to turn 10 and I was like 10 at the at the beginning of 1989 and like 1989 was <laughs> fucking damn you old yeah I I, I I've been there the whole time, but <laughs> but like what a different fucking time period! Oh man. for sure, yeah. Like what we get things that were acceptable, the shit people said, stuff yep. that was in movies. Like I, it's 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 insane, yeah. And and I, I I being from the south and already having a chip on my shoulder about expressly not wanting to be racist when I was like a teenager, like because I played music and I had these, these friends that we were like theoretically progressive for the early nineties in fucking North Carolina, whatever that meant. Um, but like, and then I go to college and like one of my best friends is, is like a, 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 a black girl that I played music with. And I was like, ah, oh, this is, this is me. I'm integrated. <laughs> and then like having that experience 10 years after that, Made me realize that like there's still stuff that I was holding on to or, or, or just not figuring out how to deal with yeah. yet, you know. And you know, just I like think media has a lot to do with that. Like art has a lot to do with. That. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But like speaking to this, like changes of, of like right now. You remember that movie, Get Him the Greek? Yeah, oh yeah. That's yeah. like what five years ago. What's it, what's it called? A Jerry. Oh, uh, a, a Jeffrey. A Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, specifically, I was uh, you know in my fucking vaccination just deflation today i was laying in bed i watched that movie and there's a scene where a scene comes up and p diddy looks at this chick and then looks at what's the chubby guy's name uh jonah hill jonah, yeah, hill. jonah hill and looks at this chick and goes you go fuck him right now and i was like that wouldn't work right now like that line wouldn't work in this day it's like the, the even the change like it's so rapid from that to this that was like what five years ago 
Uh, I mean that is that is a good point. There there is an element of I, you, you. You seem to question whether or not. I, I mean, it's just I don't know. Like there, obviously it's in like a yeah yeah no. I know I know like, what you're saying, and like yeah, <laughs> like right. I mean, if a dude demanding a chick go fuck another like, dude like, like at a party, that, like, you could see that happening in like a, a a drama, right? Like you could see that happening in a in a in a. Was a that a Weinstein film? <laughs> I mean, the, the, the I watched good the Weinstein hunting. film today too. Actually, the inappropriateness. I mean, like that's you know one case, like one example. I mean, I, I I always go to this example of watching. I was sick one day and watched like this Adam Sandler movie, where he which uh, one? Yeah, we know them all. I think by it was heart. called The Cobbler, where he like. The he, fuck are you watching? That sounds like a horrible. He was, it, was, it was a really by random Adam one. Sandler anyway, standards. That's the point being is like was Adam Schindler or Adam Sandler. He makes shoes and he uh, he he. Gets some magical sewing machine that allows him to make a pair of shoes that, like, he My God. transports into the body of somebody else. And there's, of course, that one. of course, the neighbor is some beautiful woman that he's straight to too VHS. insecure and nerdy or whatever to to woo or court. Right. Um, and of course, she's you know dating some wealthy, successful douchebag. And um, there's a Not scene the where he he. Puts on his magical shoes and becomes the guy, like the her boyfriend, and goes up to her apartment. Of course, she happens to be taking a bath at that moment or a shower, and you know he goes into the bathroom and he's creeping into the bathroom, and like she offers to have sex with him, which is fucking rape. Yeah, that's <laughs> he's rape. He's not the boyfriend. That's it's rape. rape. And the only reason he doesn't Wait. rape her. Wait, if she offered, why is it no, rape? She thinks because it's her boyfriend. It oh, yeah, that's not I consent. Missed that part. If I missed that part. Literally I'm so not sorry. the person that you I'm think so that sorry. I yeah. didn't, I didn't Although realize, that yeah. describes a lot of relationships. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I missed that part. Oh. Well, sorry. Was that like, to, to, make it worse, to make it worse, morally, the only reason he doesn't do it is because he realizes if he takes off his shoes, she's going to realize who he is. Not because he has a. Oh, because he has to keep the shoes. Because <laughs> yeah. he's a cobbler. <laughs> Adam Schindler, he's quite a jokester. <laughs> and that's, you know, and that's that was appropriate comedy. Like that's that's funny. We to should be, laugh at that. To be fair, I was like, oh, my, I really loved Billy Madison. And now that I think about it, oh, everything I'm about that everything. is horrible. Oh, dude, those movies are so bad. I mean, I think that but that's, still that's really like the challenge. Is so really so yeah. I, I mean, think that's really you can't the big at, challenge with all of this like yeah. system, systematic <laughs> racism and right. misogyny and sexism the, is is that I think I mean. Ultimately, I do think that most people are not poorly intentioned or do not want to cause harm or do bad things or like are evil. I mean, do do you know the term, um, the banality of evil? Yeah. No. (laughs) I mean, I assume it has to do with evil is somehow benign. Essentially, it's a term um, by Hannah Arendt, a philosopher uh, around the the Holocaust. And the idea is that takes, the atrocities person, were not necessarily perpetrated by evil people. They were per- perpetrated by normal, everyday people who were just following the herd, who were right. oh, know, for sure. following orders. And I mean, I, I think that like that's you know relevant today. And like yeah. you know, w- most people don't mean to hate other people. It's just that it's in- indoctrinated into us that's, to, to yeah. think these. And that's the message why. that yeah. keeps getting passed down, whether it's from news, social media, whatever, <laughs> yeah, right. is what reinforces the thing. Well, you also have to look at all these movies and, and, and the art as a reflection of the time they were made. That's true. Yeah, because, yeah like, I mean, yeah. I think there's there's a contextualization to things that yeah. you have to have a little bit more patience towards yeah. because if we go in. 
And you, you know, can appreciate it, it like for what it is without emulating or feeling like it's the standard. Well, the, for to, whatever. to that to that point though, I can like the Dr. Seuss thing is completely contextual, right? That's like, a, I mean, yes, but it's the company the, that's themselves right. decided not to right. put the book because there's well, two yeah. there's two different conversations no, I mean, I mean, like, around the, the actual Dr. the actual Seuss like thing. the 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 making of the 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 whatever you want to call it, the art to begin with, right? Can I ask? Because I I. Actually, do not know the specifics. Okay, so there's there's two parts called to the question. It. There's the the narrative that's been built up in, in right wing media, and then there's the what actuality actually of what happened. Yeah. So the right wing media is making it, you know, obviously crying the, the cancel culture. Um, they are claiming that the liberals are censoring and canceling Dr. Seuss, um, when in fact the publishing company owned by I, I'm like Dr. Seuss Media it, or whatever. It's, yeah, it is. it's his it, um, Dr. Seuss Public estate. Publishing. Yes, yeah. his estate has uh, discontinued the printing of six, six books titles. that were uh, deemed to have problematic material. They're not pulling them off the shelves. They're just not producing any more of them. And and most of them were not super popular. They were not. There's like the, the, something at the to zoo. believe I saw it on Mulberry uh, Street was the one that's the most most yeah. in circulation, uh, but it's all for. Uh, um, racially insensitive racist, yeah racial uh, racial oh, depictions I, I did see one of the illustrations where it has like a depiction of like Dr. Seussian tribal you know yeah, yeah. That, they, and but, then, like, they're, but they look like right. apes and they're supposed to be representing yeah. people from West Africa right. so yeah. clearly and that's the, fucking racist the issue with the the, uh, the, a, the Asian stereotype right. as well and, and have you seen what John Oliver put it back to back with the original printing where his skin was, was actually yellow yeah, and he yeah. had like buck teeth and it was right. like way over the top. Right. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's not like this stuff, like somebody's finding a reason to have a problem with him. It was clearly right. caricatures. In the grand scheme of things, it's like, it's a nothing. Like it's a nothing. It is. But it is. they're like, the choice, it, this is supposed to be the free market that they're touting all the time that is making the decision right. not to print these books. Right, and if the people who produce Dr. Seuss f like feel like, even if the people who produce uh, Dr. Seuss are super progressive and liberal and that's why they made this decision, it's still their fucking property. <laughs> right. And it's not like these motherfuckers, like it's not like there was this group of Republicans that were like standing outside the bookstore waiting to buy these books and now they right. can't get them. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Right. Like, it, it makes no sense. And when you hear um, the, the, the talking heads on the right talk about it, they don't say any of that. They're like, you hear who the liberals come for now? Yep. Like they it's gonna say be it. you next. Yeah, but yeah. they say it in those words. Like literally like they... Have decided to cancel Dr. Seuss. That's what they. That's exactly how they word it. There's no, there's no contextualization of any kind. It's white grievance is what it is. It kind yeah. of boils down to. And all I thought when I first heard about that was, there's still Dr. Seuss books. <laughs> <laughs> like. And that's just proof that you do, don't have to wipe kids' butts. Like I'm, like, yes. You've made good life decisions. There's some good ones though. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like. Again, it's up to like everything in context, and right. and you look at it and you say maybe this isn't the best thing to be reading my child. You can skip that page also. Like you don't have to like, you know, just it's it's. You're not going to lose the story if you miss a page. Right, of exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like it, like another interesting, and again, only relevant for doing the parenting thing but if you sit down with your kid and start watching some you know a pre-certain time period Disney you're like oh, this shit's kind of fucked up man. <laughs> right. like I feel uncomfortable right now that's right. I mean yes whatever I'm what's, incredibly what's liberal. the one that they just permanently vaulted last year Disney yeah like Song of the South 
Oh, I don't know. But oh, there's shit, like, I haven't even seen that. It, How fucked up is that? It one? was so funny to me, like, hearing, you know, obviously the debate about the, the Washington football team's name had been going on forever. But then meanwhile, like, Peter Pan, there's that, that the What Makes the Red Man Red song, if you all remember that. Like, uh, it's just yeah. like, it, you know. It's, it's ingrained in stuff from that time period because they didn't think about it otherwise. You know, right. It's like, right. I mean, they were just making social commentary. Right? Yeah, and even like the Dr. Seuss stuff. Like he was just writing. He probably had some racist bones in his body because he's fucking he, raised in racist time. They, like, they, they were talking about how <laughs> later in his life he I'm not justifying it. He by the actually way. It's like yeah. no, no. He, that's why he recanted the value of that stuff. He he came out against his earlier stances. Like that's one of the things that the publisher cited is like if he was here right now he'd say no. He right. wouldn't want this stuff printed. Right. right. So it's not like the right's going to just. Post, you know, uh, uh, like they're going to decide what he thinks, even though he's dead, and it's all, you know, they're like standing up for his right, uh, right to be racist, I guess. Well, like, I mean, and it's a constant evolution. Like, I mean, I know we were going to talk about the Grammys and, and all that type of stuff, but like some of the performances are things that would never have been on the air like 20 years ago or, or anything like that. And like, it's not something that like right. I'm watching now and being like, that's a masterpiece. It's just like, okay, cool. <laughs> Like, well, that's the comparison, right? Like, like, like we're liberals, and so we're supporting WAP, but we hate, <laughs> but we hate Dr. Seuss, which I will say I definitely support WAP, in because that's a, a big fan. That's big a fan. thing. Yeah. Yes, uh, big fan. But like, and then the, on the other side of that, and as I mentioned, like, I guess you know, you guys have talked about the the right wing outrage over and and lack of understanding of <laughs> of WAP, but. <laughs> The there's the uh, Chris just doesn't know what that is. <laughs> we'll get to him when he gets back in the room. Yeah, he, um, to, but, to the audience, he had to take a pee break, so right. we can't. On the other on side him. of that, though, like there was that whole blowback, and it might have just been a Twitter thing. I obviously don't engage in any of it, but the the Bill Burr stuff. Um, I don't know how much of that you. I vaguely caught. remind me. He just made like a joke during. Um, I guess he was presenting like the best female Latina performance or From something. The Grammys? Yeah, at the Grammys or whatever it was. Well, Bill Burr is not known to be, you know, no, but, and he made a, he made a joke about like, you know, how upset are the feminists that I'm doing this right now? What's this, this white guy doing? Blah, blah, blah. Something, whatever he, his thing is that he does. You mean he pointed out the obvious? Right, yeah. right. And then people are like, oh, cancel Bill Burr. And like, what is going on? Like, why does everything, like, if the joke, if you don't find the joke funny, move on. Like, just fucking get, like, well, I think, uh, uh First of all, Christian, wet ass yes, pussy is what we're going for. <laughs> wet ass pussy is WAP. That's what that's that's what. So that's when was it specifically used? <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I, um, well, every chance you can yeah, get. Yeah, I was gonna say it should be. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna let Dana sit over there for a second. And <laughs> it um, also happens to be the title of a uh, a piece of music. Yes, from from the okay. I, I was feeling a little violated coming back into the room and being. <laughs> Being bombarded. <laughs> what do you mean? Because I, I mean, said that's what he said. <laughs> I'd like. To, I'd like to acknowledge the unintentional, appropriate pun or of whatever. the use of thrust. thrust yeah. so By the way, I like the gen the gentle Josh slaps come from the side. They hit my headphones and they're like. So we're talking about wet pussy, and you're getting a beating over there. <laughs> Best day ever. But uh, to to bring it back to the conversation a little bit, um, they were doing a or Facebook was doing a study about what's providing all the right wing narratives. And it's an extremely small group of people. So I think like the the cancel culture on the left side too is probably like the same amount of people. It is. Like not a lot. Generally speaking, everyone's just like whatever. 
bacon you, you chicken. Mean the, is it the folks who are loudest. Yeah, yeah. Who the hate Bill Burr is like specifically. I, I'm, I'm yeah, but it it is the same. Like yeah, it's it's a, a vocal um, minority of of people who want to force their, vocalist. You want to talk with that pencil in your mouth? <laughs> Next time he slaps you, it's going to be <laughs> yeah. way worse. That probably would have hurt my hand through my cheek. But yeah, it's it's just a, a vocal minority who want to just like. Always, it's the same people who are in 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 uh, Caitlyn's inbox talking about censoring yeah. faces yeah, at, yeah. at BLM protests. It's just like virtue signaling, and it's you know just so so in in uh, I, I I do feel like there's there's gender relationships in that too, though, right? Mm. Like they're standing up for for people's right to look at Dr. Seuss, make fun of somebody, and call him a Chinaman, but then right. like don't want to support the concept of talking about sexuality, especially if you're a woman, like, right. Like there is, there is something going on there. Um, representatively. I, I think, I think at least, I don't, I don't know. Can it, I just briefly bring up BJ, BJ talked about me, you know, going on YouTube a little bit more and, and, uh, diving, <laughs> being exposed to the rabbit hole. This is going to be good. And, um, <laughs> one of the things that came across my eyes was an advertisement, um, that was for some, I don't know, website or app that lets you watch movies and it takes all of the curse words and like nudity and no way. Yeah. And so what? these same people that are also <laughs> what like, does it do with them? <laughs> <laughs> what do they collect? I would like to read the collection bin. I, I haven't gotten past the phrase "came across your eyes." <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I'm, you're gonna have to catch I don't me. Know if back anyone up. missed my hand motion? <laughs> I I. Okay. I didn't. You should be quiet, quiet for a little while. I want to calm down. I'm sorry. This is not a safe room. <laughs> not even remotely. We are devolving to a point of <laughs> near completion. Uh, the circle of hypocrisy. But, but yeah. I do. I do think. <laughs> I do think that 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 is interesting. Like, okay, so again, like doing. I don't mean to harp on being a parent, but I do want to bring this up because that's a decision you have to make. It's apparent too. that that's something you want to bring up. Well, no, no, no. As like, a parent? Yeah, but, no. but like, okay, so the, the deal the is I also have two sons and I don't have a daughter, so I'm missing that part of this perspective, right? And so like in my mind, it's like, oh, you know, uh, I don't even feel like I'm being very liberal, being like fine with them being exposed to certain things because there's also this weird double standard of like shove boys out of the nest and hold you know, protect girls. Like there's this whole side to that. It's like, but how do you, you know, I've thought about that a bunch too with Phoenix, like, like thinking about how I would change what I say or do around him based on his gender. And I don't think I would change a whole lot, but it is something that's definitely like a, it's a thought for sure. There's also, for me, it's developmental. Like when the, when the boys were really little, I like worked really hard on not cursing in front of them because like I wasn't, Oh, we didn't didn't do that. Yeah. No, I know. I didn't, I didn't want to make it part of their lexicon. Right. But like they're old enough now that they call me out if I accidentally curse. So I've just started being like, man, don't be such a fucking dick right now. Why are you being a shit to your brother? And there's like dad. And I'm like, all right, I win. I can stop behaving. I can act like a fucking idiot. But, um, It's like there's balance in all that. I think Phoenix has been cussing like a sailor recently because Maggie and I have sort of agreed that like as long as you're using it in context and correctly, you can use around mom and dad, and that's good to go, right? Both sides of the country, like we're we're, we're bicoastal parenting. This is clearly going to end well. Oh yeah, yeah no. they're, they're going to get in a public space and get in trouble. Oh, I know it's fucking. It. But that's he's, the hard part. But he knows that's like, Maggie's problem. <laughs> oh fuck, man. We'll talk about that later. But he knows, like, he, I don't think he's going to slap you after this. <laughs> he he knows, like. 
he knows when he's doing it. And sometimes it's fucking like, you know, he, what did he say the day? I go, man, Phoenix, you're really funny. He goes, yeah, I'm fucking funny. And I was like, fucking are, man. Right. In comparison, when Aiden was four, he looked at me and he goes, I'm saying, damn it, you daddy. You're like, you didn't use that right. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely you're teaching him how to use context. And you know it's going to happen. What's up? Is he's going to get in trouble saying it in the wrong space in front of the wrong person. And then he's going to be like, but my dad said it's okay to use. But we didn't. We never said it was okay to use outside of that setting. So it's the we yeah, set, but we you set think when you're called into the office, that is going to be a tough. That? Gonna, there's there's going to take. It's going to. You have to deprogram that one probably. As soon as he figures out, he can impress his friends. With oh God! Yeah. I'm really sorry. Oh, something to the teacher. Yep. The now, fir- the we may be wrong, and well, I hope well, we just, are. Let's but. just realize that like it would be me going into the office with the principal, and, oh. and they'd have to deal with me. So that would be an interesting right. But you're going to go in there, and you're going to have to be cool because really your son's the one that's going right. to get fucked in that situation. I'll be cool. Or no, sorry, screwed. Yeah, you no, got to go in there. <laughs> sorry, whatever you're supposed to say in yeah. that situation. You're going to have to go in there and defend your son for saying "Go fuck yourself" to the teacher. <laughs> or you're going to have to go in there and apologize and eat shit because you don't want to fuck his situation up. That's, that's what's going to the, All these things are true. Yeah. And and it sucks. It sucks that, that that's part of it, but it's also fucking part of it. But I'm is, not there yet. When I get there, I'll let you know how it goes. Because <laughs> it's going to go the way that I make it. Uh, <laughs> that's one last thing, and then we'll deviate from this. But I, I want to try to pull in people that don't have kids, which is literally everybody other than me and BJ. <laughs> the rest of the table. But, but I do want to ask this question for y- your perspective especially not being parents. So one, the only thing that Aiden wanted to do for his birthday party this year was invite his best friend over to stay at the house who happens to be a girl. Um, And then I was like, fuck, whatever. Cool. That's great. (laughs) And then Jen and I have this conversation and she's like, okay, that we can't ask that question. Her parents are not going to be okay with us even asking that question. And I immediately was incensed. I was like, well, that's just fucking, that's supporting the patriarchy, you know, <laughs> whatever. I was like, fuck that, fuck and the fuck and the shit. And she was like, no, no, you have to make this decision based on what if we ask them this and it offends them and then Aiden can't be friends with her anymore. You're really just fucking up his friendship. So, so in that moment, but how do right, you tell him? Yeah, right. Do you, yeah, you acquiesce, yeah. but yeah. how do I explain to him that it's because she's a girl or because people have a feeling? Like how do what, how do you guys see that? I that's mean, a tough one. As a non-parent, <laughs> no, that's the perspective. <laughs> yeah, I, want. I mean, I don't know. I like. I, I had a. I mean, I had when I was in, I guess, first or second grade. Um, I requested a play date with a, a female classmate of mine it wasn't a sleepover but that happened i think that, that her parents were put off by it but right, right you know we hung out once and that was it didn't have a lot in common in like second grade so so you had your like, first bad date in yeah second grade. pretty much pretty <laughs> Sitting much around drinking milk having a good time so did not what's score. your sign baby no um i don't <laughs> did not score. uh yeah i mean i don't know it's it's a it's a different time. I don't know. Maybe the parents like. Do you know the parents? Um, I mean, you know, relatively yeah. not not well enough to make that call. I think Jen is probably right that they that they would be more conservative than us because it wouldn't be that difficult. I mean, you could <laughs> you could present it as like you know oh, this was a. Re- I can come up with a million ways to make yeah. the argument. I think she's saying that just the ask yeah. is the the thing that would put it over the line. Like as a daughter and having like ha, like. How your parents would react to that is not really comparable because that would have been, you know, 10 years or 20 years ago. Yeah. So, like, 
when I was that age, there would have been no way. Yeah, no way, right. Um, and I think my parents would have been, like, I probably would have gotten a stern talking to if I got invited to a boy's sleepover. Like, that probably would not have gone well. But putting that in context, my parents are religious and conservative, and there's a whole lot of reasons why that would have been bad. Um, but also, as someone who doesn't have kids like part of me wants to say like oh like people need to learn how to exist with each other and that doesn't mean that they're gonna have to like sleep in the same sleeping bag you know what i mean like there's right. multiple rooms and like that could yeah. be put out there um if that was a concern about you know kids diddling each other or whatever. <laughs> well it's and, not the band to be fair they're 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 both nine so. and it's it's pretty unlikely that there's any sexual motivation behind it um Okay. Well, uh, I, don't know. I, well, I was case, just I was but... going back to my nine year old brain and I was like, uh, uh, okay, that's arguable. Never mind. The when do you think that like really North like Carolina? When do you think that would have been bad though? Like I think my first like actual sexual thoughts were like twelve, thirteen, somewhere in there. I definitely masturbated when I was nine. You did that early? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna say like crushes was... and stuff like that. Probably like nine. Yeah, but, but crushes for sure. Like definitely younger, but uh, I don't know. That's a that's a weird one. Yeah, it was definitely before. Like, no, he, I guess EJ's a late bloomer. No, because I got <laughs> he's actually he, it's coming any you day. You know what? I, I'm actually way off because I lost my virginity at 13. So like nine was probably about the time I probably started. Yeah, I mean, I I do I, I know for Jen it was late. It was 12 or 13, like when she found that. You know, so it's different for everybody. Like I just and and I th- I actually don't. My oldest is is very earnest, but I also see him as not seeing sex as a safe thing yet because it seems too grown up not because he's scared of it but it's like oh i'm that's like i can't drive a car yet i can't think i can't sex isn't a thing i can do yet i think he sees it that way and so it would be very cordoned off is he like cranking him out yeah i don't i don't think so he takes like thir- yeah for my seven i'm sorry year. i'm not a parent oh but isn't God. this an inappropriate conversation <laughs> nope. i don't i don't, I don't think, think it is. is when you're a parent what is it is it not Oh, just talk because he's that, that specific BJ question. I think bringing it up about someone else's son right. was inappropriate. Right. <laughs> no, bringing up about making, though. making right. both a hand motion right. and a weird thing right. with his mouth. Right. Whatever you're doing Continue to your dick, to do stop right. it. That does not sound good. It shouldn't make that much noise. You need to tell a doctor. Is visit. it like crunchy on the outside? What the fuck? <laughs> you, know, you know, it's where that sound. Dirty as pants are, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, they're fucking. They're fucked up. Yeah, excellent point. But There's a lot I, of wood glue on I, your penis. I also, I also just watched. Um, <laughs> Sound like a bag of chicharrones. <laughs> I mean, fuck- whatever gets you off. I'm not. We, I'm we, a walking nightmare. We've acknowledged. I'm this, not but, uh, yucking your yum. Before I got here, speaking of my 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 uh, my vaccination day of 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 rest, I watched. Um, I don't know if I want to hear that. Oh, no, no, no. I, <laughs> I hope it's no, going where we all think it's going. Specifically, it's the. So I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. At the end of it, right before Brad Pitt kills all the hippies, he gets his dog to kill somebody first, and he goes. And that's where that sound came from. So I'm associating masturbation with a dog murdering somebody. And that's how I'm thinking about. <laughs> Again, that says so much. The context of media. Yeah. Yeah. I also wonder if that movie is old enough that it's okay to give away spoilers. Yeah. Oh, fucking wow, dude. Have you Eat, not watched that eating, one too? Eating on air and giving spoilers to, to uh, movies and television show are like. What's the, what's the, the cutoff? The podcast of, no knows. Yeah, Everyone is. lives. <laughs> What's the cutoff to when it's okay to spoil? It? Like, is it okay to say that the that she's a man in the crying game? Like, how far back? Yeah, do we that, have to, that, okay. would, that would be totally. That's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
That was referenced in Ace Ventura. So yeah, no, it's fine. Good movie. <laughs> yeah. Which, One, which you can't ruin. That's too recent. Yeah. You can't ruin the well, end well, of Ace Ventura. I mean, it's, I, I just watched. It's multiple uh, decades away. It's fine. It's I just the, watched it's coming the guy to from the, the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I coming from the Dolphins. Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Um, we just watched coming coming to America. Coming to America this past weekend, um, and then there was a conversation <laughs> about in, in like the band chat about. Uh, why Eddie Murphy's old stand-ups are still like on streaming platforms and because they're fucking hilarious. Exactly. <laughs> they are fucking hilarious. They do have questionable but, content. Yes, but yeah. there's no way he would be able to get away with any of that material now. For that matter, if you ever throw on you know like XM radio and listen to the um the comedy channels, I mean, it's stuff from at least the last twenty years. And some of it is wildly unacceptable by today's standards. Most of it's misogynist, like most of it. Sure, um, but it's massage, like they, everything with the right tone and intent. No, nope, that's it, Trump. Um, that's Trump. What you just said. <laughs> no, it's not though. No, fuck yeah, it is. Misogynist dude. is misogynist. Andrew Dice Clay yeah, is no. still totally appropriate and relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was how deep you needed to get. Like that. That's like the you saying Clay for president. There's something call. to be said for like remorse or like at least an understanding. Like. Isn't there? Is, yeah, or is oh, there yes. not? There, like, there is, um, but but at the same time, then that's that's art that we're still sending out into the listening media, and it's still yeah. propagating a thought. Well, like that's the the, bad. the Louis C.K. thing is like the the, the thing comes back to mind because obviously comedian and horrible Speaking things. Of, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that poor plant. Yeah, <laughs> that was Weinstein. Oh, that Weinstein came in the plant. Uh, what did, what did Louis C.K. Just, just came came on himself? Yeah, it came <laughs> on himself. It well, came it came across well, Christian's eyes. <laughs> well, I was what. <laughs> What kind of Christians oh, are we talking about? God, we gotta do this by ourselves more often. <laughs> Trust me, like the inappropriate sex jokes. That we're we're in my realm right yeah, now. Yeah, we're all doing real comfortable. I mean, we won't have any listeners when we do these ones, but you know, at I, least they're fun. You know, what? The, the the highest, the most fun. listens we've had is the episode about the insurrection. We just lost our fucking minds for an hour and a half. So, yeah. you know, had to happen. It's a good standard. Anyway, anyways, to be ahead. fair, they lost their minds yeah, first. Fair, yeah. <laughs> um, but the the Louis C.K. thing is like. It's it's a a dude who got famous who had no self esteem who was doing low self esteem things as a famous person and got caught kind of in that cobweb of shit where like I don't think his he intent, was practicing what he preached well I don't think I don't well yeah but <laughs> no I, don't, I mean that I don't think the intent was his caught nefar- is a tough word <laughs> he got he got caught in his web yeah. if you will well and again intention <laughs> is different than action which yeah. Christian was talking about earlier too like even when you get to people who are doing all the fucking Nazi work. Like, I don't think people think about, you know, what is underlying what they say or do sometimes. And the root of it can be really kind of fucked up. And what's in me like, it got kind of stuck in his own web, if you will. I just made that joke. Yeah, he did. He did. He's going to edit you saying it out. Yeah, there. 100%. Well, no one laughed when I said it either. So it's fine. He's also going to edit himself saying hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but but that's what I mean. It's like like he got caught in his own like like self hate yeah circle. True, but what and he, the result but was he victimized two people. In oh, he absolutely did. I'm yeah. not I'm not not defending that aspect of it. But I think the way he got there wasn't nefarious. It was just a, a person that hated himself doing hate yourself stuff. That, that maybe true. You know, like you know, I want to tie it back to like you know the idea of like the the loss of idols and deities and like the way we you know deify celebrity and. The power structures that kind of come subsequently to that. You realize we're going from a guy 
jerking off in front of people to God, well, right? In like one swoop. I I think that <laughs> there's same, something same. really relevant to the the bullshit of of like celebrity as sort of like modern, you know. Okay. Deities. It's a different like, standard. That's a good point. Like, it, it just yeah. creates a, a power structure, and you have somebody who is self-loathing, oblivious, and put in a, a position of of power like that. It's easy for him to cross lines, and it's not justifying it or saying you know it's right. I mean, I, I always try to understand see, why like, people do things. Well, you can just see how it happened. Like it's a it's a very well, exactly. there's a very it's clear line from here to here. Yeah, I mean, deconstruct again, why not to, not to apologize for him, but the context is that he had asked permission in previous instances and received permission in previous instances, and obviously you can't assume permission from a. In, in another context, having received permission in a previous context, um, but you know, just for for context, it sets the stage for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's There's true. weird lines in in sort of those like inherent those roles where you have this sort of like inherent power structure, power dynamic. There's, there's yeah. a reason yeah, why teachers permission. aren't allowed to have yeah. you know relationships with their students. Right. Like, there's just an implicit like dynamic that why statutory can rape easily get misconstrued and people right and that's really the, the self when they're not in a position to agree to them because of yeah. they're insecure that's what the complete lack of self-esteem sort of like changes or not changes but like when you remove yourself from it and look at the situation you go oh i can see what's happening here like there is a power dynamic but he's unaware of it because he hates himself i'm, I'm gonna yeah, so it's i'm like, gonna come back against that and say that if he asked it like okay as an insecure person, if I was going to ask somebody if I could fucking jerk off in front of them, I crossed into confident at that moment <laughs> enough to say, can I get my dick out of my pants and do the thing and you're going to hang out? Like, so that's, that's not that's, insecurity. That, that's valid. That's pretty that one, yeah. fucking bold. Hey, um, weird question. <laughs> you know what would be cool right now? Mind. <laughs> We've been doing cocaine for six hours, but yeah. And, and you can totally say no. I mean, I know I'm your boss right. and really famous, but still just, just let's just fill this one out. That is a good, so that, to speak. that's a good, that's a good point. All right. Fuck that guy. Never mind. No, no, no. And I get it. I get where you're coming from because you think of your own insecurity. You put yourself in this, like everything he espouses is self-hate. Yes. Like, like and not espouses when he, when he, his comedy literally talks is about, yeah. very, very self-deprecating. Yes. But that dude knows he's famous, or he knew he was famous, and he also in that moment these were not fucking like like the, these were like much younger than him, very sexually. They also weren't all virile in women. person, though, right? Like weren't, weren't some of them over the the phone? ones I, the the two in particular that that, that that took him to court were the only ones I'm speaking to. Those are the only ones I know about. Did he actually? He didn't face charges. For I it. thought I thought they filed charges. I don't I don't know. They, they just I think, they spoke think, out against him. Yeah, they, they, think, they went on on record, right. and that's, that's a, right. I think that's, that's right. a pretty decent. Uh, you know, line to draw too is like he he didn't face criminal liability for That's it. He, a good he point. was he he just lost his like ability the, to go Aziz make a and living. Sorry thing, right? Was, yeah, like there's it's like the weird same lines thing there. too of like if a girl calls out some random dude for sending her a dick pic. And it's just like, oh my god, can you believe? And sends a dollar of her friends. That's one thing. When it ends up being someone who their career is based on, you right. know, like their image, like that. Right. That's where that has an impact. Also, can mm. we just say that the unsolicited dick pics are almost the exact same horrible thing? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, it's and, a, and a phenomenon that is mind blowing to me. Like, I still don't oh, still mind blowing. Yeah. I still <laughs> yeah. don't understand the concept of like even if you Here's for some penis, reason so yeah, yeah yeah but even <laughs> even if someone like agreed to receive it why would you give them that kind of like 
It's it's got to be just pro- it's just you. projection. It's just projection. It's just right? so it's it doesn't like, make any like, sense. Like guys, ugh, that's so that's way too generalized. Pe- guys who would send unsolicited dick pics would be thrilled to get an un- unsolicited nude from a girl, right? Theoretically. So in their mind, there's some projection. I mean, I'm thinking like there's got to be those dudes, but there's a lot of nudes that they could probably they find just find them right on the, on the internet, internet. I mean, yeah. like without right any kind of they don't even have to take the time to right. tri- tri- trim their toenails. <laughs> you know, <or> anything. <laughs> put a hat on it. Call it a day. Why'd you break? What you broke the thing? You broke the thing again? No, I didn't. No, it's fine. That was Christian oh. laughing on the mic. He was like. <laughs> Oh, it was, uh, my, it was just my headphones. That's as animated as I get uh, when I laugh. It was my headphones. Such a gray area. I may owe you a slap. We'll see. <laughs> this is why I like the pop filter, because I can kind of snuggle it while we're talking. It's like a little pillow. Oh, BJ needs a snuggle. BJ needs a nap. <laughs> Any cookies in there? No, not today. That's a clean one. <laughs> not now that he touched Dude, it. those fucking cookies are embedded in the goddamn pop filter, by the way. <laughs> we should do another cooking or beverage episode where we... I think the zombies should come back, but like everybody should know they're coming back. Were you there for that? Yeah. You weren't there no. for that one. So I think that we should do a vote on social media of whether or not people want us to do another live because I wasn't there for the last one. So we could make drinks and food and, I think and get wasted video. on camera. Yeah. And hey guys. I like that plan. I just want to say this is why I'm buried in my phone for a second. I, I just had to do it because I really don't understand the whole thing. I'm, I'm sending my first dick back. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sending it to yourself? Is it to me? No, I sent it to you guys. Oh, oh yes. it's Richard Nixon, you <laughs> fucking douchebag. I'm so scared. It literally is. It's Richard I Nixon. I am not a dick. It's, it's a dick pic. <laughs> oh, Christian. I don't have kids, but I love dad jokes. <laughs> that is that is the weirdest dad joke. So That is so, so weird. I've, I've got to give that up right now because I think you might have just ended the episode in yeah, the best way that possible. Was, that was solid. Oh, uh, the only the time today. I've been happy to see Nixon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So everyone who's listening, you should you should take the time to make sure you follow us on whatever podcast thing you're following us on. Go to our social media. We've got what do we got? Med for Dead at Facebook or what's the Facebook it's one? Med for Dead Pod uh, at Med for Dead Pod on Instagram and Twitter and uh, just yeah, probably Medicine the same for thing. the Dead on Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah it's cool. the only one just that comes it. up. And then subscribe. Wait, are we actually promoting ourselves? We're doing it right now. Yeah. Subscribe and rate. We, well, we've been, we were talking about self other things earlier, so self-promotion doesn't seem that. So we've also got a Patreon going right now, too. Do we know that? What's the, what's the, the hot link for <laughs> that one? Yeah. I don't know. It's on our Instagram page. Good to go right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, go to the link tree on our Instagram page. All kinds of fun stuff there. And if you guys engage with us, we will engage with you and give you all kinds of fun new content on there. And we'll send you some dick pics. We will send you some dick pics. <laughs> but they're the one that Christian just sent To be clear, everybody. there are pictures of Richard Nixon. <laughs> Qualify. Maybe an Andy dick. Yeah. Maybe we'll Oh, Andy dick we'll might actually send you a real dick pic. I've heard that that's kind of a thing he'd do. We will give so. you lots of punny, honey. <laughs> uh, we will soon have t-shirts. We're just waiting for our, our uh, samples to approve. And then, uh, yeah, we got all kinds of merch so. coming. But yeah. really, we want engagement. If you guys want to hear about stuff or have us interview people or have some leads on things, uh, take the time and send us a message. We will do the things that you want us to do because we need more content and you're out there listening. So, Or and it, are you? Or are you? There's at least 100,000 of you. It's a slap. <laughs> Yo, that was the best one. It is I, too. Fuck, dude. It was the only exposed part of his face. No, I've got enough defense over here. So, so well, every, every time I, I talk like that, you. Josh has to smoke it. <laughs> Anyway, it's been it's been 
This is our 27th week, our 29th week, really. 20. Oh, that means we have to kill ourselves. No, uh, we've done a show. this has been really fun for a really long time, and we want no to keep one, doing it. So that's it. We support it. Oh, yeah. 27 Club. Yeah. 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 We hope you're having fun because we're always having fun. And with that, Christian. Good night, Mother Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, dear listener. Don't forget to rate this podcast and review the show on your platform of choice. And I guess follow them on social medias. The handle's Med for Dead on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell a stranger. They'll know what you're talking about. They love reading all your comments and questions, so keep them coming. They'll enjoy them. Thanks for listening, I guess. Dad, I fucking hate you!